Thank you for tuning in to the Ask Qubit About Analytics podcast. Our mission is to make analytics practical. This is not about abstract theory, but to share true stories of how using analytics helps real-life businesses with real-life constraints make the best possible decisions to compete, grow, and thrive. I'm your host, A.G. Tan. Where do the days go? It's so good to be back in my podcast chair again. We are lining up some great guests for the coming weeks, which I'm really excited about. But today, I'm just going to get on my soapbox a bit, if you don't mind. Now, if you follow Qubit, you know that we are specialists in analytics technology, particularly in the areas of planning, reporting, and analysis. Many of our clients work in the Office of Finance and are using technology to model their businesses and plan collaboratively and with agility. And many of our other clients work in operational and supply chain roles where they care about increasing accuracy in their demand forecasting, and then using that to drive other aspects of planning like supply planning, capacity planning, inventory planning, production planning, and so on. And then there is the new thing, extended planning and analysis or XPNA. XPNA is about integrating your business planning and breaking down silos. If you get it right, you'll have shorter cycle times and more agility. You'll have better accuracy, less bias, and ultimately, you'll make better decisions for your business. That's the promise. The question is, is XPNA just a rehash of integrated business planning, which people have been doing for years? Is XPNA just the latest piece of marketing hype? It's actually a good question. But having thought about it, I believe there are two answers. Yes, I agree. XPNA is a new angle on integrated business planning. But no, XPNA is not just marketing hype. Let me explain why. The idea of integrating your business planning has indeed been around for a long time. And it's a good idea. It makes sense. As a consultant, I have even implemented a form of XPNA at quite a few customers, combining financial planning with sales and operational planning. But there's a difference between an anecdote and a trend. The Nobel Prize winner, Daniel Kahneman, talks about something called belief in the law of small numbers. It's about how humans are wired to see patterns in small sample sizes, even when there is no pattern. So for example, recently, I saw two pink cards on the road on the same day. Now, I don't normally see pink cars on the road. And the thought crossed my mind. Is there a trend towards pink as a car color? But guess what? In the following days, I didn't see any more pink cars. So basically, those two pink cars in one day, that was just random chance. So just because I have done some form of XPNA for some customers doesn't make it a trend. How many companies are there in the world anyway? Millions. How many companies are actually doing integrated planning in a really streamlined, efficient, collaborative, no silo way? Frankly, very few. In fact, so many companies are still doing planning in spreadsheets and struggling to plan at all, never mind integrating anything. Even companies that have invested in some kind of planning software sometimes end up doing a ton of stuff in spreadsheets. 
if you can't easily do what if scenario planning or even rolling forecasts, you still have quite a long way to go. And if I were to be completely honest, those clients I'm thinking of whom I helped do integrated planning, well, it was mostly pretty small scale, maybe one integration point with some shared data. There was a lot of room to do more. And even if I could talk about the vision, how often did anyone buy the whole vision, commit to the vision, and invest in everything it takes to realize the vision? Integrated business planning is not just about shared technology platforms and shared data flows. It's about process and culture and executive support and communication and training and incentives and all that stuff too. When we ask, is integrated business planning already commonplace? Is everyone doing it? The answer is no. But if we ask, are more and more established mainstream companies taking a serious look at XPNA and now seeing it as a business imperative, something that is no longer optional, but a place they need to get to in order to manage through change and disruption and to compete? Then the answer is yes. In reality, XPNA is still highly aspirational, but each day it looks less and less like a pipe dream and more like a baseline that everyone needs to figure out how to get to. So what's driving the shift to integrated business planning or XPNA becoming a trend? It's a few things. It's digital transformation driven by the need to keep up, never mind compete. At the virtual IBM Think conference a few weeks ago, I heard the CEO of United Airlines say that when the COVID-19 pandemic hit in March 2020, and he was brand new in the CEO job, they had to cut a lot of costs, but the one thing they did not cut was their investment in technology for digital transformation. And then he said that they used that technology investment to drive cultural change as well. And there's data from many analyst firms that says that the pandemic has accelerated the rate of investment in digital transformation across the board, not just at United Airlines. This is a trend. Now, digital transformation agendas can hit all areas of a business. It's new business models and new websites and new ways of delivering products and apps and all that. But you cannot be successful if you only transform the customer-facing parts of your business and leave everything else behind. When you digitally transform any part of your business, let's say you launch an app or an e-commerce site, you need to track and measure how it's doing. Are people using it? Is it cannibalizing other parts of your business? How are they using it? Are they happy or frustrated? Are they coming back? Was the investment justified? Are you on track with the plan? Hopefully you had a plan. Well, of course you had a plan, right? But if you haven't transformed your internal business processes to automate all this data tracking and performance measurement against plan, well, it's not a good thing. What if the new initiative is bleeding money and you don't know for a whole month because that's how long it takes to pull all the reports together? Or what if the new thing has really taken off, but your team and suppliers are overstretched and swamped, but you don't really realize it for a whole month because that's how long it takes to pull all the reports together. 
The sooner you can get the information, the sooner you can adjust. Even if you have a great plan, there are always unknowns and having agility is the way to deal with those. So digital transformation is a thing and no one wants to be left behind. So there is executive support for it and money, but you can't do it in only one part of your business and neglect the other parts, especially the core internal processes like the planning processes that support everything else. You have to digitally transform your planning analysis and reporting processes too. And that means XPNA. So if XPNA is not just marketing hype and it is being driven by digital transformation happening in all areas of the business, then what's driving digital transformation? Well, it's basically about cost and accessibility of technology. The advent of cloud computing and everything as a service has just made it all easier and more affordable. The price of computing power has dropped dramatically too. In the book, Prediction Machines, which I recommend, written by economists Agrawal, Gans, and Goldfarb, they basically talk about how advances in microprocessor design, how more and more can be fit into smaller and smaller chips, has driven down the price of computation so that we can do more processing in less time and for less money. Simultaneously, storage costs have also come down dramatically. All of this is necessary for advanced applications such as artificial intelligence, machine learning, solving optimization problems, and more. Think about how much memory you had on your first mobile phone compared with the one you have today. Or think about how much disk space your latest laptop has compared with the first one you ever had. In my case, I remember a 20 megabyte hard disk in my first notebook computer in 1993 versus almost 500 gigabytes on the machine I'm working on right now. And I'm pretty sure that 1993 computer cost less in absolute dollars than, than this machine. So with cost dropping and the cloud making it easier for innovators to innovate, you no longer need the capital to set up a data center, for example, this drives all sorts of other goodies like better customer experiences and more competition and so on. And we all know that once things become easy and cheap, more people get on board. And eventually those that don't get on board are left out and start experiencing some real disadvantages. It makes me think about the great tennis player, Bjorn Borg, who tried to stage a comeback 10 years after retiring using his old wooden tennis racket. It was a valiant effort, but the world had moved on from wooden tennis rackets. And even if everything else had been equal, he had handicapped himself from the start. So is the fact that we are talking about integrated business planning and XPNA and even digital transformation a marketing thing? I guess that's fair, you could say so. But is it hype? A lot of marketing is hype, especially around technology. But in this case, the answer is no, it is not hype because real companies in large numbers are working on it. Pretty much every single company we talk to is at least thinking about it and many are moving forward with XPNA roadmaps. Drops in computing power and storage costs 
and the way the cloud has made innovation more easily and accessible is driving everything. Companies can collect more data and store more data than ever before, and then they can use that data to improve their business outcomes. Of course, doing it well is not easy, and how you go about it matters. And that, to me, is where the real fun begins. But we'll talk about that another time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Ask Qubit About Analytics podcast. Do stay in touch. You can email us at info at qubit.com or check out past episodes and transcripts at qubit.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, take care.